Well, gee golly, it's so much easier just doing this on my own. But gosh, I love, love having a guest. It's worth all the effort. But not tonight, guys. Tonight it's just this guy. Tonight it's just this guy and a can of beer from a brewery that I gotta tell you, I have not consumed one of their beers in a while. Yeah, Jordan says, hey, woo, one man show. Was that a Ric Flair woo? I know friend of the pod, Jordan St. John, has been watching a lot of Royal Rumbles recently. Wondering if there's been much Razor Ramon in his feed. Gosh, I loved Razor Ramon as a kid. Oozing machismo. That's what they used to say. Funny, because I wasn't and I'm not. So, don't know why I associated it with him. I think I liked the, uh, the, the curls. He had some very greasy curls. They're greasy. They're not greasy. Greasy. Anyway, um, hey, what's going on? Nickelbrook? When's the last time you had a Nickelbrook, friends? Maybe it was recently. I gotta be honest with you. Actually, I can tell you, I was gonna say through no fault of their own. No, through a little fault of their own. Uh, not typically a beer I reach for, but this is mainly because Naughty Neighbor still needs work on that branding, guys. It's like we're just sticking our heads in the sand. To be fair, actually, I haven't seen it in a while, so maybe it's been cleaned up. And if it has been, great. Love it. Get rid of the sexual objectification, please. Uh, in general, there are other breweries also guilty of this. But man, Naughty Neighbor for a long time. But this one, this is their Lost in Orbit Hazy IPA. And unless a skeleton in a spacesuit with a severed, I'm assuming that's an oxygen tube, um, and a boombox is offensive, uh, then I think we're okay here. Lost in Orbit Hazy IPA. You ever notice there's a lot of space references when it comes to hoppy beers? Laser show, I guess that's not spacey, but it is a little bit. Uh, Space Invader, like the video game, and uh, Lost in Orbit. There's got to be others out there. Throw them at me. Come at me. We got some people live. Get in here. Anyway, um, yeah, let's do this. No preamble. Let's just drink. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, okay. We're doing okay here. I'm taking little sneaky sniffs out of the can. I haven't even poured it yet. Get that up here for the camera. I've managed to get my headphone cable in a very unfortunate position. That is a, that does what it says on the can. That is a hazy boy. It does say hazy IPA. It does not um, try and gender the beer. Beer, of course, as far as I know, no gender. Um, Certainly, it's not capable of suggesting what gender it feels like it might be. So let's just call it beer. Language is like French and Spanish, and they make like genderized nouns. It's super weird. I don't get that. I really don't. Anyway, uh, we don't need to get political about that. Uh, that's their jam, not mine. Uh, hey, so Nickelbrook, what do I know about this? Nothing. Nickelbrook's a solid brewery. Headstock IPA is a real banger. I like it actually a lot. Um, as noted, a little bit of discomfort around the naughty neighbors meant that I haven't um, haven't consumed as much as perhaps uh, I otherwise would have. But maybe this is like a new uh, a new a new leaf. We're turning over a new leaf. 
Uh, so let's give this one a whirl. As I said, hazy, hazy, hazy. Doesn't look chunky. Oh, wait, got a couple of bits of protein and yeast down there. That's all right. Don't mind a bit of chunk to my IPAs, if I'm totally honest with you. Some people get pretty upset by it, but hey, 70 million people voted for Trump, so we can't all be right all the time. Oh, look, my watch is telling me to move. Stuff it, watch. Anyway, uh, mm, okay. So I've literally never had this beer before, but I'm getting a lot of white grapefruit off of it, which that bodes well. Note I said white grapefruit. We've talked about this before. I care about grapefruits. It's not pink. It's white. Pithy. Uh, maybe a bit of tangerine. Look, guess what? Fridge still plugged in. Can't do anything about it now. Just in case you're wondering why I don't just unplug my fridge when that happens and I've realized I've forgotten to unplug it, which is pretty much every time I do this bloody podcast. Um, it's plugged into a power bar that also my computer's plugged into. And the risk is if I unplug the power, the refrigerator from the power bar, I might accidentally also unplug my computer and then everything goes to hell. So we just uh, suffer with a bit of a in the background. Getting approval. Jordan says, you got to dial in the grapefruit specifics. I agree with that statement. I'm also um, very fond of making sure that you talk about the right spice. Is it black or white pepper or red or green? These things matter. By the way, red or pink, as some people call it, not actually in the same family. Green, white, and black are all the exact same thing, just um, processed differently. Uh, and if you're wondering, green is the um, berry from the uh, pepper plant, and it just gets dried, and you're done. Black is the green one, but they ferment it, I believe, is what happens. A little bit like coffee. Um, coffee typically is fermented. Did you know that? I did. I've been to coffee farms, because I'm a hipster. Uh, but uh, the black ones, they've been fermented and then dried. And the key here is both the black and the green, they've got like a skin on them. And that's what the green and the black part are. It's green if it's not fermented, black if it is. White pepper has had the skin removed. It's just the middle part. White pepper tends to be a bit hotter uh, on the palate. And then the green and the black uh, tend to be a little bit less because that skin doesn't have quite the picante uh, uh, um, characteristic. Um, but uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just watching the chat here. Um, but the green and the black both have their own characteristic flavors uh, that are associated. And so it's important if you're talking about pepper, don't say pepper, don't be lazy. Know which pepper you're talking about. And then of course, pink, Different plant, uh, very different taste, I find. Hey, look, MVP Brewing wants to know how things are doing at Stormstead. Stormstead, what's up? Everything good down there? Down in London, Ontario, partnered with Block 3, as we talked about with Kevin last week, doing a little local delivery. Love that. Get in there together, guys. Got to stick together. Uh, and if I recall, MVP, you guys are at a Calgary, if I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken. Anyway, let's get back to the beer. There are white grapefruit aromas, and I'm going to drink it now. Mmm. Hmm. Yep. If I had my way right now, I would just shut this whole operation down, grab my book, drink this beer, call it a day. This drinks a lot like... Um, like like life in the clouds a little different a bit more astringent than life in the clouds life in the clouds is quite delicate um 
This one's a bit more astringent. Um, still very white grapefruity. Big time white grapefruit peel. Quite a bit of juiciness too. Quite nice. Mmm. Maybe a hmm, something a little bit softer, a bit of orange maybe to it as well. Orange and white grapefruit. That's what I'm gonna go with. Storm says uh, says the grapefruit's the best fruit. I might give that to you. I might give that to you. And they've been, oh, they canned up a pills today, MVP. MVP, you canned up a pills recently? Gosh, I love a pills. Storm said, let's get another Toronto delivery day, all right? We could make that happen. I say we. I'll have nothing to do with it. I'll just reap the rewards. Um, yeah, getting a ton of white grapefruit here. Um, bit of orange for sure. It's a little evergreeny. It might be... Um, <laughs> rhubarb would be the best, but it isn't a fruit. Good point. Although I'm not a big rhubarb. I like rhubarb, but I can take it or leave it. I would point out that tomato is actually probably the best fruit. But then, of course, you get into the whole thing. Are we talking scientifically fruit or like functionally a fruit? Uh, oh, Toronto might be in the works. Let's keep it quiet. Jordan's going to get some storm state if they <laughs> this is just becoming like an open chat. I'm just the moderator now. Jordan will order some storm state storm state. And if you guys are partnering with Block 3, maybe we could do a double whammy. I just saw double, Block 3 dropped um, a stout called like, um, oh, we no, I think it's called Hey, We Made a Stout. And then they also made one with coffee called Oh, This One Has Coffee. That's pretty cute. I like that a lot. Uh, I could get down to that. Um, but back to Nickelbrook's Lost in Orbit, Hazy IPA. As noted, a lot of white grapefruit, bit of orange. It's not quite piney. Um, again... Don't be lazy. Not just, uh, it's not just evergreen. We gotta be specific. Junipery, maybe? It might be junipery. Mmm. It's nice, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Very pithy. Very skinny, pithy. I like it. I, this might not be everyone's jam because it is quite peely. The The hot presence has got a lot of peel to it. Um, so I know a lot of people think, oh, I don't love IPAs. I don't really love super bitterness. This doesn't have too much physical bitterness on the cheeks, but that pithy, peely, grapefruity thing really gives you that sense. So if you're not down with, with, with the more bitter of the IPAs, eh, I'm not saying don't try this one. I'm just saying maybe don't buy eight. Like start with like six and then go from there. That's going to be my advice. Um, body's really nice. It's soft. It's creamy, but we, I, I, it doesn't quite have the density that makes me think they're jacking it with like oats or wheat. There might be some wheat in here. There might be oats because it's super cloudy as. Um, but that can also be caused by the hops and like biotransformation or something. I get a little out of my depth on that, unfortunately. Um, you know what? Let's take it to the can. What, what, what would be the problem there? Uh, take another take another spin around the sun with our hazy IPA. Inspired by the cloudy nebula of deep space, Lost in Orbit shows off juicy tangerine and guava hop flavors. I could give you guava, but I always think guava's a little bit more sour. Yeah, I wouldn't totally disagree with that. Can't believe they don't mention white grapefruit. Definitely got white grapefruit going on in there. Um, just looking. Oh, interesting. So here's our malts. There are oats and wheat, wheat malt and flaked oats. Uh, Golden Promise and Pilsner malt. Oh, I like that Golden Promise. Actually, it sounds a little bit weird. Is a Golden Promise like 
a promise of a golden shower? I wouldn't like that. That's not an attractive description, so let's leave that. It doesn't taste like that at all. There is there is citra in here, but not enough to taste like cat pee. So that's something. Oh, and it's oh, of course, part of the haziness is coming because it's uh it's fermented with a Vermont ale yeast. They don't say which, but I'm gonna go ahead and guess escarpment. Because don't they just make the best yeast in the province? They really do. I mean you can you can get your white labs or your Y yeast and they're fine. There's nothing wrong. Safel, hey, go for it. But uh, come on. We have a dedicated yeast lab in the province. You might as well make use of it. It's so good. Um, so yeah, hazy IPA. They don't say New England here, but let's be honest. Well, actually, the, one of the reasons why. Wait a minute. It's a hazy IPA. It's only 4.5% alcohol. I don't know about this, Nickelbrook. I mean, I don't know what else you would call it. I don't want to call it a session IPA. It's too complex for that. It's Session IPAs should be pretty crushable. This one's got a bit more going on. There's a lot going on, actually. Actually, one of the most amazing things is that it is only 4.5% alcohol. I would have guessed a lot higher, like 5.5% at least, maybe pushing 6 Um, Not because there's any alcoholic heat, but just because there's so much oomph to it. Um, but can it be an IPA if it's, I mean, oh, oh, I don't know. I worry about it, like, getting too technical about, you know. Oh, you got to keep it to the BJCP guidelines or whatever. Nah, no, you don't. It's just beer. 4.5% alcohol on an IPA seems a little bit low. I'm just putting that out there. But it's delicious. And actually... If you love a good IPA, you love that big hop wallop from the IPA, but you don't love having three and then falling down on your way to bed, these are going to be perfect for you. Like, I think I was saying this last week, I used to love four or five bone shakers on a night. I can't do that anymore, man. My body just can't take it. I got old. Um, these, four and a half percent, it's like seltzer, except with a lot more flavor. Obviously, it's not seltzers like two, but I digress. A very cool beer. Um, personally, for myself, maybe a bit more oats uh, in there. Give it a little bit more cream. I like a creamy. I like my hazy boys to also be creamy boys, not lactose. I mean, lactose is fine if that's what you're going to go for. That's not what I'm talking about. That's a different beer. Um, but yeah, just real density creamy velvety smooth that's nice i like that um and then this one it says 36 ibu i believe that not again not a lot of physical bitterness in your mouth it's just perceived through the aromas um and, and again it's white grapefruit peel that is not a sweet um flavor component it's uh it's 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 not bitingly dry but it's it's quite astringent which is quite nice i find mm. and i just had another sip Eh, I still don't know if I buy guava. Sometimes I think people throw guava around, and I'm not saying Nickelbrook doesn't know what guava is. I'm sure the people there do. But I know a lot of the time people will tell me, oh, it tastes like guava, and I kind of go, have you ever had guava? <laughs> like, eh, okay, mm, yeah, taste, subjective. Can't tell somebody they don't taste something. You don't know what they taste. You don't know what their tongue's built like, but I wouldn't have said guava. Uh... I wouldn't have even gone like generically tropically. It's it's heavy on the citrus, which is great. I think it's fantastic. And we, oh, and I, I didn't actually say uh, it's got 
Amarillo or Amarillo, if you prefer, Citra and Simcoe. Simcoe explains pininess and a bit of evergreeny. I guess a junipery, you know, uh, that's coming down there. Citra can do that a little bit too, but obviously more of the citrus uh, aspects. And uh, Amarillo also uh, sort of lemony, orangey, grapefruity forward. Totally normal. Doesn't say where it's from. Um, Pacific Northwest is a bit different than Ontario. We were talking a bit about this with Kevin last week. Um, Ontario just kind of hits different things, it's different dirt. You know, you grow a plant in different dirt, it's going to taste a bit different. Um, but this is really good. I picked this up at Loblaws, so it is available at Loblaws. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and guess the LCBO, but I haven't looked because the LCBO is closed today. Uh, so, yeah, you can pick it up. Or, obviously, uh, at Nickelbrook, if you're out Burlington Way. Um, they, uh, yeah, it, you know, I'm trying to think trying to remember the last time I physically went to the Nickelbrook Brewery, and I think they've moved since the last time I was there. Um, but yeah, Nickelbrook Collective Arts, same ownership, and uh, fantastic beers right across the board. Same brewmaster, which helps. Um, so yeah, that's Nickelbrook's Lost in Orbit, hazy... I think we should call this a hazy IPA? Because of the whole 4.5% thing. But otherwise, fantastic. Really nice beer. I enjoyed that. Am enjoying it. I've got most of it still here because, of course, when I'm talking and I'm not interviewing somebody, I don't get to drink as much. That's another reason why I like having a guest. Mmm. Jordan says right next to the ghost station. Which ghost station in Burlington? Is it Aldershot? Is it the other one? I can't recall. Um, I would always get, you know, I frequently see. Uh, Nickelbrook will be set up. The Burlington... Centaurs? That's not right. Of Burlington Ghost Station, by the way. Right, that would be the other one. Is it the Centaurs? I can look that up. Um, the Rugby Club is at a park. Burlington... Cen oh, no, it's not the Centaurs, I don't think. Oh, no, it is. Yeah, Centers. Yeah, yeah. Burlington Centers Rugby Football Club. Good. Not losing my mind. Uh, the Centers always host their uh, minis tournament early in the year, um, like in May, typically. And uh, it's at Sherwood Forest Park, which is delightfully named. And uh, but like half the park is more baseball side and the other half is like the rugby side. And there's a really nice little ravine in there. I bet trout run in that river. I wonder what river it is. I'd like to go out there and fish some trout. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Often when we go, it's a day. Let me tell you. And uh, and then when we're leaving, I always never get the directions right and end up parking on the baseball side, which is fine, because then you get to walk through the lovely ravine area and potentially ponder the existence of trout in the river. Um, but then when I get back to the baseball side when we're leaving, often there's a Nickelbrook truck because there's like a baseball tournament going on and they seem to have some involvement with that. And I'm always tempted to go over, but I always think, oh, maybe I should just go to the brewery. And then my kids go, we're hungry and hot. I want to go home. And I'm like, right. We're also going to have to stop three times between here and the beach to go pee. Let's just get in the car and go. We're going to eat some Subway. I just saw an article that Subway's tuna is not tuna and it's not even fish. That worries me because that's a sub that I eat sometimes. I think I need more details on this. 
Didn't Subway get busted like a year or two ago because their chicken wasn't chicken? Oof. That does not make me feel good about the world. Um, anyway, that's Nickelbrook. Good on them. Right by the ghost station. Burlington ghost station. If you wait till Aldershot, you've waited too long. Aldershot might be Hamilton or somewhere near the border. Anyway, um, so yeah, check them out if you're out that way. Fantastic, fantastic work. And like I said, I mean, Nickelbrook available widely, widely. Uh, LCBO beer store, I'm sure. And obviously groceries, so you can get this in you. Uh, let me have a sip, maybe two. I'm gonna have one right now. Yeah, I'm gonna have one more. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I'm gonna try and think, because I felt like there was something I was gonna tell. Oh, yeah, I was gonna tell you about a couple of things. So, we already talked about um, the Stouts from Block 3, adorably named. I just like that. It's cute. Hey, we made a Stout. Oh, this one has coffee. Those are the names. Come on. How do you not love that? Um, also, um, somebody was posting that they might be doing a Toronto delivery run. I don't want to take a guess here. I, I feel like it was second wedge. The window, pardon me, the window might have already passed too. Uh, but, hey, keep your eyes peeled, especially if you like a brewery that isn't normally in your local delivery range. Eyes on their social media account, because a lot of them are, are either through partnership or just through sending somebody in a truck doing uh, Toronto delivery or wherever you're from. Take a look, because you never know. Block three delivering to London via Stormstead. So that's something. Um, but, yeah, so keep your eyes peeled. Great opportunities. Great opportunities to get wicked cool beers. Uh, and then the other thing, um, I just saw Left Field is doing uh, a thing called Beers for Everybody, or Everyone, I think. Um, and it's it's because February, Black History Month, uh, they're taking an opportunity. And, and they bring up a very valid point, which is that um, for many people, and uh, 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 we would say like Bi BIPOC, Black Indigenous People of Color, uh, uh, for many people, but including that that population of people, uh, craft beer has been uh, less than accessible. Let's say there's been um, sort of barriers to uh, entry, maybe not physical, but uh, uh, either through attitudes or or just through um, sort of the culture that we create. And Left Field obviously wants to try and break some of that down and and help everyone know that beer is indeed. For everybody so they're selling shirts which are pretty cool looking shirts that say beer is for everybody and they have a beer is for everybody uh, six pack and um, proceeds from the shirts and a chunk like a buck or two or something from the six pack um, go to some cool charity that now I've forgotten and again Instagram machine is doing the Instagram thing so I can't stop it right now uh, but look it up it's a really cool opportunity and also uh, check what your favorite brewery is doing um, as my friend Ren often points out, Black Lives Matter even when it isn't in the news. Um, but this is a, a month where it's a really good opportunity to try and carve out some space and demonstrate as a brewery uh, how how you're working to try and make the the landscape more uh, more level, more more equitable for everybody, um, not just white dudes with beards. <laughs> so so yeah, uh, you know. 
like and and point blank them ask ask your favorite brewery hey you guys doing anything for black history month you doing anything uh around uh trying to make uh beer more accessible oh another cool project i saw was um again forgetting the the name the red beer project i think but uh similarly to try and and um increase indigenous uh um involvement in in craft brewing just fantastic there's i think three or four breweries already involved with that so awesome opportunity to um yeah basically just check and see are the people you're supporting also supporting the causes that mean something to you and uh and if they're not challenge them to do better and also explore for breweries that are uh maybe you'll find a brewery that you either didn't know about or had never tried but their values and your values align which would be great i think fantastic i think anyway um hey i think i'm gonna wrap it gonna be an interesting one i'm gonna warn you of this there isn't gonna be a live component next monday because i'm pre-recording with uh troy and fabian from great lakes fabian well i've known troy for ages and ages almost as long as i've known fabian um troy used to uh, write a beer blog and he was sort of an og when i took up the mantle and was super helpful and friendly and introduced me to tons of people connected me to all sorts of events early on when i didn't have any way into the industry and uh just a fantastic guy and then he went and uh got a job at great lakes and has been killing it out there uh, ever since works their uh their marketing and, and social media stuff um and then fabian Fabian and I uh, worked together at Castro's Lounge for years. He went on to manage at the Only Cafe and has taken also a role with uh, with Great Lakes doing a lot of their branding work, um, uh, especially labeling, uh, particularly. Uh, and so anyway, we're going to get together and talk because they have a big anniversary. And uh, I was saying this, everyone wants to talk to Lackey. Lackey's a good dude, but Ben Johnson just had Lackey and Ian on his podcast like two weeks ago. Totally recommend checking it out. It was a great interview. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting to get an array of voices. So uh, I reached out to Troy and said, yeah, we could do something like Flacky's around. But if somebody else is in and he said, what about me and Fabian? I said, bingo. I got history with both of you. Let's do this. So we're going to pre-record it this Wednesday. I'm not going to put it out live then, um, but it will go out. I'll post the video to YouTube and to Instagram next Monday and you can watch it at your at your leisure and of course it'll be in the feed as usual on that monday uh other than that i don't know what happens same day different name everything's the same nothing changes these days it's just now a matter of do we have snow is there ice on the lake saturday when i went for my weekly cold plunge in the lake i had to break through the ice and now i have some cuts on my leg would you believe so yeah, I know not a lot's going on, guys, and I'm sorry for that. Uh, but be good out there. Hey, we're in lockdown. You shouldn't be out there unless you're an essential worker. Uh, so stay home. Order some stuff online, especially from breweries doing uh, local delivery and uh, especially breweries doing local delivery that aren't actually local. Give them all the love you can. And uh, yeah, check out what your breweries are doing for Black History Month, if they are doing anything at all. And if not, ask them why. And... Until then, I'll talk at you. Well, digitally, I'll talk at you in a week. But I'm going to be doing this again in two days. It's going to be great. But you won't get to be here. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how it goes. Have a great week. And uh, yeah, it's not Valentine's Day yet. We don't have to deal with that. We'll talk about that next. Mm, probably not, actually. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about something. It'll be great. You have a good night. And we'll talk at you later. Bye.